Welcome everybody to Breaking the Rules. Um, coming in for the last episode to recap Special Forces, and we have Dana Mandel with us again from Brunch and Bravo. Thanks, Dana. Hey, Amber. Excited to be here for our final episode. I'm. This was a good one. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, this one was definitely. Um, I can tell you that at the very end, the first time I fell asleep, but that was truly <laughs> from exhaustion. Fair um, but I had seen everything I wanted to see. Like I saw the ending ending. It was just kind yeah. of mumbo jumbo afterwards. So, um, but it was interesting. Like from start to finish, I was impressed with, I didn't think they would interrogate them quite like that. Um, no. Like so, what parts were you surprised by? I mean, well, we'll say they immediately get captured at the beginning of this episode and take them right. in for interrogation. And really the object of this is to make sure that you don't retaliate, that you're, you know, you're good. You're not going to give in, give up secrets. You're not a traitor, basically. It, yeah. And it's to push you to see where your breaking point is mm -hmm. as well. That's what they were saying at the beginning. I also thought it was funny. So they bring in these, um, these interrogators, right? I think there's yeah, three the of them. Yeah, the woman was stupid. <laughs> but the one that couldn't be shown because he's like an empire former senior military intelligence officer. Okay. <laughs> Why? Right? What's going to happen? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Like, Reality. nobody knows who you are or what you did, so. You just I mean, look like, he looks like Santa from, like, the chin down, so <laughs> that's who I assume it is. But I guess I was just excuse me, it's super cold there. And they took them in and they yeah. had them on their knees. They had their hands, no gloves or anything. They had their hands on metal bars holding on and they put headphones on them with some pretty painful noises to listen to, like children being tortured, people being tortured. Like it was pretty bad when they played like little short clips of it. Yeah, I mean, I haven't seen anything like that since, like, horror movie days when I was younger, and I would try to, like, sneak those in and watch a rated R movie where you'd see, like, those terrifying, like, snake images or, like, screaming babies, and it was, yeah, it was pretty terrifying that they had to do that, and at the beginning, it did say that the interrogation would take up to 12 hours. Yeah. So I don't even know how long they were in there. So totally. they were, they had already been in the forest for 12 to 14 hours is what before that on right. podcast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So they were already starving, freezing cold and exhausted from being away right. all night long. So you can imagine, but I'm telling you, I had to laugh when they started pulling the, the blindfolds off of them in the light. Tom Sandoval was probably the funniest because he looked like somebody just woke him up from like yeah. <laughs> a drunken stupor. Yeah, which um, is a typical for Tom. Right. Um, but definitely felt like the moment they brought them in and you know they had them like go through their bags and stuff. And there were some of them that were like standoffish. I mean, you have to know going into an interrogation, being standoffish is probably not the way to go. I thought they all handled it weird. Um, I'm sure they were told how to go into it, but you have JoJo being like, look at this mug. This is how I make a living. Look at this great face. I'm best friends with Elton John. Then you've got Tyler flirting up a storm and being like, you want to share chapstick? I thought they were both strategic gross. as fuck. 
Like, oh, you did? Okay. Yes. I had no idea what was happening. <laughs> I thought JoJo was making herself useful because she's a bargaining chip. Okay. So I felt like that was definitely making her like, like they knew they could use her. And then I felt like, if anything, that girl probably liked him. So, I mean. You do? I thought she was kind of making, like, like looking at him and saying things like, you can't talk to me like that. (laughs) I know. Are you kidding? (laughs) But I will say that I did feel like Aaron was super standoffish. But that is also who she is. Yeah, probably a breaking point to me, though. I feel like if it would have been real, she would have been killed. And there was one point where the interrogator was going to throw water on her and she blocked it with her hand. Oh, my God. And they lost it. That was the point where I know. Yeah. They're just raising a gun and shooting you. Like, you don't ever, like, for sure. But I think for her, it was an instinct, probably, right? Like, I think we would all just do that as an instinct. I I don't think it was on purpose. Absolutely. And she was like, shit. (laughs) However, our friend Tom, he does not do well at all. Our our what now? Our (laughs) Our friend. (laughs) Our friend Tom. Our BFF Tom. Yeah. Uh, He immediately starts complaining about his knees I felt like I was like I started laughing because I could not help but to think what would make him feel like that was a good space for him to open up and complain yeah it was it was strange um he's also asked again about his nail polish and he sort of mumbles his whole like it's kind of my thing it's 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 funny because he's been asked about it so many times because it is so weird for for this environment like you didn't have to i don't think any of the women had their nails done for this environment no because who would do that you know what you're going into like only tom sandoval would go in there with his painted nails like i don't care what anybody thinks but on that note i don't know if you listened to nick's last podcast i listened to the last two where he did talk about special forces and one thing interesting that i thought he said about tom was just in in the whole realm of the white nail polish and in the whole realm of who Tom is, Tom doesn't really have an identity outside of Vanderpump Rules, according to Nick. His whole life is about it. It's all he talked about. It was his whole identity while there's, or this is when he was talking to Olivia Flowers, right? Who is newer to reality TV and and has a life outside of it. And I just thought that that was really interesting, especially when we're always sort of talking about seeing Vanderpump people outside of their natural habitat and like these different shows like Stars on Mars and Dancing with the Stars and Tom Sandoval doesn't know himself outside of that. And I just thought that was really interesting because it will end within a year. It's going to end. He doesn't know himself outside of a showboat, Dana. That's that's what I feel like it is. I feel like he's lived his life as a showboat. And maybe it's because he never, this is my theory, that he never fully got the attention he wanted from his mother. And I can see yeah, that from their interaction, the small bit of interaction we get from this show, from VPR. Um, she doesn't she doesn't fawn after him the way LVP does. That's an interesting take. I never really thought about that. I just always pegged her as like, you know, she's just showing up in these little ways and maybe she's nervous around the cameras. But yeah, if he if that was her most heartfelt, I said this last last week, like if that was her most heartfelt sort of like tribute to him, like it, it was it was pretty lackluster. It was more like yeah. a stranger being like, go, Tom, you can do it and I'll see you when you get back. 
eventually I I could have probably like just been a better one (laughs) yeah just podcasting because we both wanted him to finish so yeah I mean like even watching this and despising who he is as a person because I do I despise who he is what he stands for like the whole demeanor I don't care for it I never have it's always been the way I felt about him Scandaval had nothing to do with it Oh, really? Um, So you've always been a Tom hater since the beginning. I have always felt like he was the showboat that tried to manipulate a situation into, um, like a way for him to like, a to look almost like the Samuel L. Jackson of it all, like a way for him to like, like cater a moment around himself. Yeah, I mean, even Raquel and James's engagement, he paid for, he did it. Like, it's it's my thing, I did it. Or even, I don't know if you've, I mean, I'm always going back and watching, but when Schwartz proposes to Katie, you see Tom standing up with his arms folded with this look of like, I'm so proud of you. But it it, it was almost in this fatherly, I'm standing up, this is my thing sort of way. Yeah. It's because I feel like look what he, I've done. Well, he he thought, and that it stems back to the the him. You know, when Jack said he was the number one guy in the group, yeah, I was friends with somebody, and they were like, "I'm the number one girl in this group." I would laugh, but that is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Who would not laugh? Like nobody cares. We we don't really believe that you're the number one person in this group of friends. Like it was kind of like a funny banter joke. But he took it so wholeheartedly, and that kind of plays into that same personality where he's like, I got to be the number one person. I got to be the one that's in the mix of everything that's going on, even if it's negative. I can lead the first and be in that conversation. Totally agree, because that was so him in season 10, just coming after Katie and Katie's mom and all of this. It's like, this has nothing to do with you. Go away. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, it literally did him nothing no to good do with in this you. segment because they fucking booted him so quick from this. Uh, okay, well, before they boot him, I do have a question for you. So, you know how he's cold, and we went into that. There was a point where they were like, okay, let's have him checked out by the doctor and make sure that he doesn't have hypothermia. Um, and then they think that he's acting to get medically withdrawn. What do you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. I, you thought he was acting. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, he totally changed his demeanor as soon as he got called in. He wasn't shaking anymore. Totally That's exactly different. right. And they they are trained to be able to recognize and uh, alert on those things simply because in a real atmosphere, these people are not treated the way these celebrities were treated. They're not babysit babysat and treated like little kids because they really there probably are. isn't even a medic on site when right. the special forces are doing what they do yeah so to me like they are absolutely watching everything that's going on and i felt like i immediately when they said they were going to take him in and check him i looked over at nick i was like he is so <laughs> bullshitting them right now like this is such a crock of shit because did he not say something like i can't breathe and I, and I looked over at Nick and I was like, if you're speaking, you're breathing. I'm sorry. If you yeah. ever say I can't breathe, it's bullshit. Like if you can say so, it, you're breathing. I think the worst part of all of this for him at the end is that he's actually also not even a good actor. He no. has no, he's not really good at anything. I think I'm we sorry. have absolutely in the last like year come to the conclusion that he's probably one of the worst actors I've ever seen. 
yeah give a shot for that i mean i've seen some pretty low budget films but i i just don't believe anything he's selling i'll be honest oh my god I've seen can we call him low VPR. budget <laughs> i've seen all of the vpr cast act and i've not seen any of them act well there's a reason why they're reality stars. That is a very excellent point. It's something Ariana also said once where she was just like, if he was a good actor, he wouldn't be on Vanderpump fucking Rules. Exactly. <laughs> that is excellent. That being said, though, do you, I mean, way, 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 way back when you were watching initially, did you not believe Kristen until the very end? And did you not believe Tom until the very end? And did you not believe Jax until the very end? And then you're like, maybe they are kind of a good actor. <laughs> See, and that's that's kind of like I did believe Kristen at first. I did never believe Jax. Yeah, um, fair enough. <laughs> Jax, I definitely um, he's kind of my dating history as a teenager. So <laughs> I uh, I have I have I'm like I see you, you know, with the two fingers in the eyes. I'm like I see yeah. you. Yeah. So he, I definitely painted and could see. Um, Rachel fooled me 100% Rachel fooled me especially season 10 Rachel because um, where I saw it as she was falling apart emotionally because of the breakup she was falling apart emotionally because of the breakup and because she was groomed by someone at the same time and I say groomed because let's be I honest agree. I 100% agree I think she was 100% groomed by him. I think that he took advantage of her in a vulnerable moment. Not that I'm saying I'm making any excuses for her because she's a grown-ass woman and she makes decisions. But everybody makes mistakes. I've made mistakes the same uh, magnitude, so I'm not going to throw any stones at anyone. Never would I. But I will say that I feel like he definitely um, knew what he was doing and when things come out like that revelation with the cocktail book and the code name Jamie and the mile high fucking club, how do you pull that shit off on a commercial flight when they shouldn't even be on there together, Dana? And he's allegedly texting a friend about this, took Rachel to the mile high club or took Raquel to the mile high club. What friend? Who else knew about this? There's just so many details that we are still missing. I know so many people just don't give a shit anymore and sorry to like kind of, be off track a little but i i am going to listen to her podcast so she has announced that she is releasing yeah. a podcast if january no 2024 knows, uh rachel goes rogue week before the premiere i don't know if you caught that but it's no but january, intelligent as fuck it's january 8th Love and it. the premiere is january 15th so one week exactly i really hope that if anything i'll stop after this tangent but if anything i hope we get answers to the things that that tom yes. is saying on air that yes. she can has the opportunity to respond. And I want to listen. I want to listen. I'm um, speed it up, but I want to listen. Yes, <laughs> we're definitely going to have to do that. I mean, we know, and we've said this from day one, Raquel is not a linguist. She's not an expert communicator. There was nothing wrong with that. We all have our strengths. But I also believe she should have the right to tell her story. I don't really believe it needs to be in the form of a podcast that's going to go on and on and on where you're going to interview guests. I don't really think that that's your forte, but I I will listen because there are still questions that I want answered. So for the moment's time, still there. But anyways, back to our current show and our current Tom. Um, He's out. Like they kicked him out so fucking quick, Dana. I was laughing. So the word specifically from the umpire was that they're looking for someone for the, with the ability to create empathy. And he didn't. And Tom said, but, but I've pushed myself harder than I ever have. And they just it's, cut him off. You didn't. That's it. You're done. 
And, and that's the thing, like, wow. he knew that about him. Do you understand that? He made of course, of course. empathy about him. Isn't it fascinating? Like, we all know, like, there's so much wrong with him as a person. And, and this umpire guy who's just met him was able to sort of clock it, you know, within minutes of meeting him. Minutes of watching him. Fascinating. I'm sorry, but Dr. Drew, take notice. I'm just saying. <laughs> and uh, maybe this guy should be... Uh should be undercover because he's good at what he does right wait um, do you think they'll let us sign an nda i don't know because <laughs> we saw that guy's face it's that's a good like, question i don't know you know how they feel about ndas <laughs> but um and then and then what happens then we have little jojo asking to go see the umpire she did immediately after tom was kicked out she asked to see the umpire and I was sad because I felt like she was in the home stretch, like, but I felt mm-hmm. like she already thought she won. Like that to her, she already won. Fair, but if you're, I know we like, I'll have to remember that this is only like literally a seven day thing, even though we've been watching this for like two months. Girl, you probably have four hours left, I think. Yeah. That's what I, I think I read. There was four hours left. Why didn't you just, I don't know. But anyway, it was good for her. I, she did I really do. I think it was also the collaborative of control because you heard her say she's been so out of control with what she's right. doing. Right. And that was her way of being like, I'm deciding I'm done right now instead of waiting okay. four more hours. And yeah. I'm making the decision to change this and go to my mom and dad. And you know what I mean? Like, I felt like. Yeah. I don't know. And I, even Foxy was like, she's done so well. She should be so proud. And I, I kind of liked have, seeing that soft side of him, you know? I did too. I thought all of the um, staff was really great with her at the last, mm-hmm. like, watching her finish. Um, this is when you really get to see, because even when my husband was in the military, he had, like, staff sergeants and drill sergeants that were always, like, he had one drill sergeant that followed him from basic to um, one of his duty stations and became his his um, staff sergeant and she was so amazing like aside from he's just a really like he follows rules he is like clean cut he's like straightforward he would never do anything wrong so he was mm-hmm. like the exemplary soldier and so for her it was easy and then when she met me she was like oh my god now I know like you guys just balance each other because like you're crazy um. <laughs> you know, he's so grounded and he like brings you back to earth. You know, it was just like, mm-hmm. but she was so fun and he was like, she's so different than what she was with a drill sergeant hat on. So I just feel like when you're in that state of mind, they, they are never going to break. Yeah. It's just what they're trained to do. It's yeah. I wish she could have made it to the end, but to me she did. And I'm, I'm proud of her. Like honestly watching this whole thing for the past couple of months, it's just, it's been, she's a badass. Watching people grow. It's been such a cool experience watching her grow. She's been like, I didn't even know who she was before. Really? My sister was like, Jojo Siwa, she's doing well in this. I'm like, take away the, the sparkles and the glitter. She is so badass and hardcore. And she, she pushed herself in such a tremendous way and i love how this stupid reality show is actually going to change the lives of these people that's great i think that's actually really amazing for all of them stupid reality show that they went to with no game i mean right probably the key word here or the key point here is that there is no game for this except for your inside accomplishment right so 
I guess for that, there's always room for empathy. So I guess for me, I would have said the only empathy that Tom displayed was the fact that he was there to begin with. Yeah. I don't know if he was really trying to get out at the end. Like, I really did think he wanted to finish it, but he was definitely shocked by his, by his exit. That's for sure. Um, so, I mean, there wasn't a whole, whole lot other than, um, the, uh, you know, the, them having the, uh, interrogation where they told them they were out looking for this rare bird, which I thought was the dumbest. Oh, the cover story, right. So they all had yeah. to uh, talk about the cover story. And I was a little bit confused by this. So I guess Aaron gave them what they wanted. So then they are happy with that. So then she gets a steak dinner and she has to eat this steak dinner in front of Nick and Tyler, who are being asked questions that didn't make sense to me. So I don't know if so they made sense to you or they were supposed to have Aaron, answers. Aaron was <laughs> okay. a traitor. Okay. That's what I assumed, right? Because she gave up the information. Steak dinner, I don't. So I'll tell you, I really, really loved um, John McCain's story. The one, uh, and I'll have to look it up to send you the name of it, but it's a movie they made of it, of his capture and torture and all of that. And the, the, the most key point, and I'll always remember this, he had a partner and they were like battle buddies from like the time they were in basic on and they were so close, Dana. And he thought he had died because he hadn't seen him in so long. And I mean, he had a broken leg. He had built his own um, uh, splint out of wood from the bed that he slept on. And so he wow. was walking, emptying his urine and feces bucket. And, you know, he's doing it with this wooden leg almost, like because his limp is so bad. And he walks past and he can hear a radio playing and he looks down the alleyway and he sees his battle buddy sitting on a lawn chair with a beer in his hand. Oh my God. And it was probably the most like gut wrenching moment in a movie for me. I watched it with my dad who was a Vietnam veteran. And so mm-hmm. like, like that was like, I looked at my dad and I was like, are you kidding me? Like his part, like his part, like that, that was his part. Like Alex freaked out. Because that was like the moment when you realize some people are one way and some people are another. And so that's kind of the same way that I looked at that. Like the same thing, she's going to eat that steak dinner. Like they're going to make him walk past his people that are sitting in a lawn chair, having a beer, listening to the radio, having a nice time while he hasn't had a shower or eaten in probably weeks. Yeah. I mean, it just, I don't know, like that to me was, I don't know how she... I don't know how she finished this challenge. Like, why did she finish this challenge? She failed this challenge in my eyes. Okay, so I, yeah, because I don't know the military, like, I was confused by that. I was like, did she, wait, did she not break? Because to me, she says, like, you know, I've, she gave up the information. So I was sort of confused by that. I I was confused by the whole rest of it, just sort of how the process was. But I, I will say that if given the choice to eat a steak in front of, like, my two most hated exes while they get like poured cold water on them. I wouldn't hate it. I, I just want to point it. <laughs> I wouldn't hate that. That I would do. But I also noticed they didn't give her any water. <laughs> it's just a steak, but also like salt and like all of that garnishes. Oh whatever. my god! No, I don't yeah, know why I, I noticed that. that. <laughs> I'm like, those are hard to get down. <laughs> you need a little 
a little liquid courage. Like, I can't chew this. Sorry. <laughs> or I'm a vegetarian. Can you imagine? And, you know, you know what they probably would have done, though? They probably would have been like, hey, Nick, he got some spit. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Or like, but I also was wondering, like, where did this steak come from? Is it ice cold? Like, where's the kitchen? <laughs> I was just going through all these weird thoughts in my mind. But she's just awkwardly, like, eating the steak, watching these two grown men. It was just wild. Oh, shoot. So, I mean, I guess I, I did just give up that she definitely makes it through the challenge. Um, The three of them do. Yeah. I felt like Nick probably displayed the greatest, um, I don't, demeanor in this situation, in my opinion. I almost feel like throughout the entire competition, he's probably the one that um, was the most admirable in all activities. I agree. I have a question for you, though. So they kept calling him a gray man. What do you think they mean by that? I I feel like they were um, they were hitting on his age. And you do? I, I do. And I think that. um they did that and it made me wonder did they do that because Brian Austin Green left and then you know they didn't really like Bodie they they don't really think you know I mean he's an Olympic athlete like what wow isn't that crazy if you think about it like Tyler and Nick from The Bachelor beat all of these people who were Olympic athletes isn't that kind of fascinating that didn't really occur to me till now wow Nick and Tyler who are just like what, what did Tyler call himself? Just a pretty face from The Bachelor. Yeah, wow, that is what he called I'm just, a, I'm, just, I'm just a pretty face. He was crap. That must kill someone like Bodie. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, like, like he knows who he is. <laughs> I don't know. I really, really like this. I think that I'm kind of excited for next season to see who they bring totally. in. Um, and I'm anxious to see who who does this again but i really liked it so good job fox i i enjoyed i know i only I liked it, it. tom was on at first but I yeah exactly I, yeah, I liked it too it was just fascinating getting to know first of all so many people who i sort of had like a very limited information about like someone like jojo siwa or, or uh, savannah chrisley where you just sort of know some basics about them so it was cool to get to know some of these um reality stars a little bit better but also just to watch them grow like honestly i had this look of like pride on my face when the whole thing ended and how they were sort of saying you're never going to forget this this is always going to be a part of your life and i think that it is i'm, I'm so proud of them in a way yeah. right i feel so invested because i've been watching this like Forever. As you know, it's part of our job. We watch this two or three times every time that we record <laughs> just to make sure we have all the information. So I feel very invested given that I've watched probably a hundred episodes or something, but right. or a hundred times. But, you know, I just I'm so proud of them. Um, I do want to mention one other thing that Nick had said on his podcast where he sort of felt bad for Tom in a way because he was posting pictures of like the final three, but then one was also including Jojo because they felt like, oh, she basically almost made it. So she's basically also a winner too, but then didn't really post anything of Tom. So he felt kind of bad about that. Um, and he did say that he texted Tom and was just like, you know, you did a good job, bud. And he wrote back thanks, but then kind of said like, you know, we are more of a team Ariana household. So that, that is where we lie. But that is really humiliating for Tom. Like, again, I mentioned to you, like, before the call, like, how quick it was. They sort of, like, kicked him off. But yeah, nobody yeah. else was disqual... Or I don't even know the, the proper word. Nobody else was told... Eliminated. Nobody else was told to leave. Everybody else left on their own accord. So that's kind of wild. He was the it only is. person kicked out. That that must really kill him. 
No. <laughs> I don't think so. It's I a feel real like blow. He wears them like badges, Dana. Oh God. Well, didn't he say he needed to like quote unquote win this to like revive the Scandival or sorry the Scandival name for his family? Yeah, but I, I mean, don't even know what that would do. Like that didn't. Yeah, that didn't make, make any sense, sense to me because yeah. he's like the you made it through fake special forces training so now you're now standing good again like right you're never getting away from that like i don't know and I remember guess. he went right from special forces back into filming season 11 vanderpump rules so it, it'll be an interesting especially for us who have watched this show to just watch that straight transition from basically season three reunion um then all the you know random clips we saw of him around town doing his tour then watching Special Forces and then going into season 11 and Vanderpump Rules. We're going to be able to watch the transition of his personality in such a close way. Yeah. So we did touch on Rachel's podcast coming out yes. on January 8th. I know we're both probably going to be listening. Um, I There's been so much going on. I can say um, my heart is with Kristen and them on their miscarriage. Yes. Very sad. Um, I will also say that um, there is a lot of spill of tea going on, especially with Sheena. Yes. She mentioned that a big storyline on season 11 was her and Brock fighting. Yes. But I'm happy we're getting something because I feel like we saw all of season 11 almost <laughs> as like the content creators because there was so much paparazzi and there were so many pictures coming out. So I'm happy to know there's something we didn't see. Me too. Um, but she did allude to she gave him a little bit of a pass and opened her arms back up uh, to be cordial to with him because yes. he was suicidal. Um, what did you think about did, that? Um, so I think she has a lot of excuses because... I don't think you are the the clux of him committing suicide. I think that he had a lot of support around him, i.e. Billy Lee um, and the band of followers there that were, you know, offering him enough of support. If mm -hmm. that is truly your best friend, if Ariana is truly your best friend, there's no excuse. Now, Lala, different story. She kind of attacked yes. him pretty viciously. Um, because she had her own agenda. So her backing up and taking a different look at it is a little bit different because she still doesn't totally like different. him. She's kind of still right. like me, or she still yeah. doesn't like him. I still don't like him, but I can still look at him and understand some of the things that transpired if he talks about them and talks about them in a way that he explains um, why he did some of the things he did. Like, tell us the fucking truth. Tell me that you did this because you were a sexually interactive guy and you weren't getting any. Be honest. Yeah. Well, like, be real. Nobody wants yeah. to hear your fucking stupid overview of we just had a connection and it just was something. Yeah. No, it wasn't. She's fucking six foot tall and you bent her over to get her on the Mile High Club. Let's let's be fucking real. Come on. He did say something on one of his podcasts, and I don't watch it or listen to it anymore, but it, I only did the first couple episodes, and maybe it was a clip, but he said, there was a point where he said something like, I was like, wow, this, a girl like this, a girl this attractive, this beautiful, this amazing, this model could be with me. So he definitely did admit 
to that aspect that totally is something Ariana said, you know, like this beautiful girl is just going to gas you up. Right. Or yeah. I think LVP said the same thing too. You see this beautiful woman and how could you resist? But in terms of Sheena, I mean, I did listen to that and I really tried to hear her out. I really, really did. You know, I struggle with mental health issues and, and I totally understand what she's saying. And the, when I've been in those moments, uh, everything that I've needed is support. But the first thing I did think was, yeah, why did that have to come from you, though? Right. It's not like yeah. he had no one. I understand that he needed support and I take mental health very seriously and no one I would never want to put anyone in a situation where they feel like they they want to harm themselves. And I'm so sorry if Tom did come to that point because of this, that that really does break me. But she has so many. Sorry, he has so many people he could turn to. It wouldn't be you. You know, it doesn't need to be you. Yeah, and I mean, they brought in new characters for the show just for his support. For him, right. So so that, to me, is just like, if I were Ariana, and I think we're going to see that. I think we're going to see a lot of back and forth. I think we're going to see her go off on Sheena, and then I think we're going to see Lala take up for Sheena and kind of get into it with Ariana. That's just my opinion on storyline for that. I situation. completely agree that that's probably what's going to happen. I'm just really disappointed in Sheena. I really am. Like, I really just, you know, I had so much respect for her after that final scene with her and Sandoval, where she really just sat him down and told him what's what. She never really has that sort of, what's the word? Like, she really just stood up for herself and she stood up for her friend. Like it was just very powerful. And I've been like, yes, this is a good friend. And now I'm just like, you can't just have this one person not in your life for Ariana. You can't come on. Like, come on. Yeah. No, (sighs) I'm just just disappointed. And she did talk and make sure that we knew that they are not fighting. So yeah. um, Well, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, they're good now, she said, and whatever, but I guess we'll see well, what happens in the season, Ariana, and we'll see what happens as time goes on. Dancing with the Stars finale. Yeah. Oh, my God. So does this mean this is the final episode? Uh, yes, I do believe okay. so, yeah. I, th- I, mean, I think she's going to win it. So I, I don't really know. I'm not a DWTS fan, <laughs> so um, I'm not huge on watching, but I'll look and, and see if finals means there's multiple i'm sorry if you can hear my dog barking i guess that means my husband's home (laughs) okay um no i'm so excited for her she's been doing amazing and i hope she wins it all i hope she brings home the mirable and i don't know if you heard this gossip but i did hear a quick little nugget that tom is a bit jealous about how far she is getting on dancing with the stars in comparison to where he has gotten yeah so uh uh-huh i knew he would be he's comparing those those things constantly as soon as he said she made two hundred thousand dollars like like that to me was like his way of saying i'm not getting any of that yeah but look how seriously she's taking dancing with the stars she literally left BravoCon early to be rehearsing like she's really treating it like this is her job and she's doing beautifully and i'm so excited to see her continue and hopefully right. she wins it all and so gets her 2023 all right and I so am excited. so excited because I am hoping that Pasha comes and dances with her at the show. Oh, you think they are? I mean, you think they they'll usually, dance? They usually do stuff like that. I'll be honest. That's so like, cool. I think oh, I mean, she only has two shows. So one in LA oh. and one in New York. Oh, okay. Is she going to read? Is it like a reading as well? So it is. And there's going to be drinks. And then I got um, the meet and greet package. 
Oh my God, I'm so jealous. It's going to be so amazing. I can't wait to see your photos. I am so excited. And I'm so excited to get her book this week. I don't know if you pre-ordered, but I did. So I didn't pre-order, but I will get it as well. Um, do you have any questions that you thought of that you want to ask her? Um, did you get I, the chance? I have not even thought about that. Or something um, you want to say when you meet her? Like, is there anything that you kind of want to say besides hi? I mean, I'll be honest. I don't think that she, I, she is not cast that I get interaction from. Like, I get so much interaction from James Kennedy. It's not even funny. Um, <laughs> he will like I mean, my she's, comments. she's so big right now, though, right? Well, so like she's probably getting comments, tagged in a million he'll things. share my stuff on his story. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I mean, he is wonderful to me. I absolutely love it. Um, Raquel likes my photo. <laughs> which I thought was wonderful. Like, I love that kind of stuff. I tagged her in mine because, and I don't tag her in everything that I do, but I yeah. tagged her in that one because all of the comments were very uplifting and sweet. And I felt like yeah. she needs to hear that right now. Like, For of, sure. any, of anybody, she needs to hear that right now. So I kind of yeah. tagged her in it. But I feel like because... I did go back and um, we were rewatching and I was analyzing some of the things that happened early on with Tom. Oh, and I love a good deep dive. Yeah. Yeah. That I'm not sure if she listened to everything that she would just love me to death. <laughs> maybe she would. And maybe she would understand that I'm coming in with a different perspective. I don't know. I really don't. But um, I would say that I don't think she loves me if she's listened <laughs> You know what? There's time to change that. And she's pretty supportive of anyone who supports her on um, Dancing with the Stars. So if you post oh my about like, I, voting for I her, she'll, vote, she'll love you. Vote from four different devices. Like, Do it. But post yeah, about it, I too. Mean, she wants to know you're doing well, it. Well, I absolutely want her to succeed. I love it. And I really didn't have a connection with her because, because Dana, I had such a hatred for Tom. Mm -hmm. from season one that they were so connected that it didn't allow me to have a life oh. with her until the last couple of seasons when she Fair started enough. breaking away from him in relationships. Right. So right. I think like this is my way of like, I'm excited to get to know Ariana as a girlfriend in VPR. Like that is, excites me. Yeah. It's going to be so cool. Like, and I love how they've, I'm sure you've seen like the um, some shots that they've done of sort of the opening sequence and how something about her is getting its own. And it's never had that before. You've always had it's always been just going through Sir. And then last year you had the really cool one where they go through Sir to Tom Tom to Schwartz and Sandys. But this one is going to have the girls with their own introduction into the uh, into the season. So that's going to be pretty cool. And I love it. Like, it's yeah, the only place that's not VPR. And besides now they're going to put them in Schwartz and Sandys. But. Anyway, I don't know how much we'll see it on Watch What Happens Live right now. Anyway. Is that what he said? I just watched he it today. Is that what he said? He okay, did. I missed it. <laughs> he said I love how Andy kept Tom saying that. driving and they were still working on Schwartz and Sandy. Well, I mean, just so much is going on there. I mean, he it seems like he's there every night. But, yeah, they've still got to figure out their ownership situation. I'm curious to go to Jax's, though. I hear that's doing quite well. I know. I'm kind of excited about that as well. I was invited to... Um, the HOV party not too long ago, and I really wanted to go. I'm not going to keep turning stuff down like that. I'm definitely. But I did use my points because I didn't want to drive to New York for her show. Mm -hmm. So we are flying yeah. up the day before or the day of and flying back the day after. So. Well, that's super exciting. And, guys, we've only got 
not that much more time, six weeks left until Vanderpump Rules premieres. So, yes, I'll you know, this has been keeping us full until then. Well, I'll probably <laughs> definitely bring you on for an episode at some point. I know Nick is excited. Oh, I'd love recapping, that. So, but I'll bring you on with he and I because we have a good time and he gives the God perspective. So, and I give the Dana perspective, <laughs> whatever that is. Well, oh, Amber, this has been amazing, and this has been a great season of Special Forces and a yes. great cast, and it's been great doing this with you. I know. You too. Thanks, everybody, for joining us and listening to these recaps. Please leave comments and um, come follow Breaking the Rules on IG and Instagram and also Brunch and Bravo on IG and Instagram so that you can check out Dana and I's content. And TikTok. Yes. Sorry. 